do Yo, what up, like everybody? This. So uh, it's a uh, dicky time. It's dicky time. It's that big fat cock. Damn, you know, I would buy uh, like a stuffed animal that had that. As it's it's like alert. You pull it and it goes. Yo, what the fuck's going on? Like, aggressively swears. People at you. just really not be using a lot of auto tune anymore. They don't. Well, it's because it got buried into the ground for like five years in a street. Everybody used it, and so people just got mad, and it became this like. You could turn, probably turn it off. Oh yeah, right? shit, fuck. <laughs> you can probably turn this shit off. Sorry, guys. Yeah, we we Amateur were having hour. a lot of fun just fucking around. <laughs> um, but yeah, like it, it really like 2009 to like 2014, it like was just buried <laughs> into the music. Like everybody was using auto tune, and then uh, I think everyone like started equating auto tune to a lack of being able to sing because of how much it started getting used. Mm-hmm. And so everyone just associates. Because when people hear pitch correction, they always go, oh, auto-tune, that's disgusting, you're fake. Right? Not yeah, understanding yeah. that Melodyne is like used very oftenly and commonly in music. Uh, it's it's just that, oh, that sounds you know like auto-tune. It gets that little like, woo, like the forced you know pitch shift thing. And then people associate it with that negative era where people that it was just so popular when people were putting it into like mainstream music because they like couldn't sing yeah. instead of like the cool like when Panic at the Disco did it a couple times it was pretty cool like artistically you know mm-hmm. it like worked out and that was like the original intent behind it but then I feel like it just got this really big negative connotation because it's so fun and it's fun to to hear it I mean like it's just this artistically a, a cool oh, yeah. sound yeah. We out here defending autotune for our first podcast. Oh yeah, absolutely. I am a one hundred percent endorsing autotune for future artists. Advocate of autotune. Like uh, it's the same way I feel about like uh, coontails. Like why the fuck did girls stop doing coontails? Dude, honestly, respect. <laughs> why did they stop doing coontails, bro? Those were so <clears throat> fucking sick. I know it's not, it sounds a little racist <laughs> if you don't know what that is, but um, I remember uh-huh. saying that on stream one time, and yeah. someone was like, "Yeah, people, uh, what the fuck did no, you just say?" I'm no. Like no, it rack. Raccoon, yeah. like because it's striped like a raccoon's tail, but oh, that yeah. sounds mad People uncool. People be so close-minded. Like, yo, did you see lights in her new raccoon tail? <laughs> like, that sounds so super weird. lame. Yeah. Sounds like some furry <laughs> shit. Yeah, I mean, it definitely sure. does. What's up, everybody? Uh, it's your boy Dicky. Welcome to the first episode of Dicky Time. Uh, we got my boy Justin here. Uh, if you don't know him, he's a good friend of mine, as well as the guitarist in my band for the likes of you. And uh, we're gonna be out here just talking about biscuits and music and what have you. All that good shit. All yeah. the good shit. Uh, we uh, adamantly defended autotune for the first two minutes, and then <laughs> we're gonna talk about uh, some up and coming artist shit that we've been super into and uh, other. I don't know, whatever kind of just pops into our head. We have a, a musical-based uh, episode in mind for you today, though. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Take the floor, Jeb. All right, so I feel like uh, if we're going, like, in this weekly basis of, like, what's happening, like, currently in the underground right now of hardcore. In the underground. <laughs> Down under. Insanely underground. Uh, we got to talk about the new end song. Uh, they, they just released... Uh, what what appears to be their second, uh, uh, well, the beginning to uh, to their second, most likely EP. I'm assuming they're gonna keep it short, like their last record. Is this the first single off the EP? Uh, I I don't know. It literally came out so suddenly that it's just like, 
I do know that the music video is mad fucking sick. Oh yeah, it's very great. cool it's, story elements. It, it's it's definitely a new song. It's mm-hmm. uh, it's called Pariah. It it straight up looks like uh <laughs> like Crip TV made this music video. Yeah. So today we brought up End and their new song Pariah, uh, mostly because of the music video. We thought it really hit a different note than you kind of see in the current music meta, if you will, the current metal meta. Uh, it's a very like story-driven video. Really cool visuals. Really awesome story behind it. Uh, there's like no band shots at all in it, which is a a big thing that I would like to see brought back more of. Is these performance pieces? You know, like the stories oh, yeah, being told. Yeah. Like even if you don't understand what's being said through the the vocals, you know, if you see this story like unfolding before you, you can kind of like figure out the metaphor or like mm-hmm. the meaning behind it. You know, it really. It provides a much more like inclusive watch. Like it, I would rewatch this because I was I could like would show people this and be like, "Yo, did you see how sick this end music video was? Very creative, oh, yeah. like uh, kind of yeah. creepy and cool atmosphere. You know, there's like shaky handheld cam and shit. Like it's it's very akin to like horror even. Oh yeah, yeah. And it's just a uh, it's cool. Like it shows that it's about the music and whatever is being said because there's no members in the music video. You know, and it's just actors. It's yeah, they like li- about the the point of the feeling of yeah, the they, song. They literally like hired a director. They were just like, "Here's our song. Like we trust you. Like do this this video. You know, like these are just like you know, like this is what the song's about. These are the lyrics. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I, I love shit like that. It's, yeah, it's so cool. Very cool. I'm hyped on a. <clears throat> There's like this new wave of uh, like aesthetic on stage that is kind of coming up again. This like wave that Alex Terrible kind of started with the oh, yeah. Slaughter Trip of Ale, uh, yeah, Satan Child yeah. Mask and stuff. Mm-hmm. I've been seeing lately people kind of dipping back into that, and I'm so into it. Like I love the idea of theatrics coming back. Like I think that's a big reason that Japan's yeah. music scene is so fucking cool right now. Is yeah, because yeah. they can creatively, yeah. like even the metal and stuff, they can creatively <clears throat> do so many leaps and go for stuff artistically and not have to worry about people being like, that was really weird or silly or I'm going to make fun of it because <laughs> yeah, it's different. Yeah. And that's such a problem we have here in America is oh, that yeah. people are just like, that's not a normal thing I listen to. Ha mm-hmm. ha. I don't think I like that rather than being like, whoa, that was so unique and different. What a crazy <laughs> thing to put there. Like all this like devil oof and crystal lake shit. That, yeah. Like, the Zima Papa, Zima Papa. You know, yeah. shit like that. We're I was like, pretty blown away so, with um, what Chris- a fun idea. Crystal Lake's uh, music video for Aeon was like uh, so creative. That, yeah, exactly. Like uh, they were for the longest time, but I think it was because they were really trying to market to American audiences. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was just like the kind of standard like performance uh, music video thing, right? Uh, which was great. Like they had fucking mm-hmm. insane crowds and shit. Uh, but I mean, like as you go on, they start like doing more like nature shots of Dude, like Apollo just live was shots. the first one that or, yeah. was it Apollo? Prometheus was a great the cave Prometheus. shot. Yeah, the one yeah. with like, the crazy <sighs> that one is so beautiful. Yeah, that was absolutely, like the man. first one that really brought their the attention to them. Like, which shows I think a lot to how important music videos can be. Oh um, yeah, like it's it's beyond just a piece of content. Uh, like you know, it is great to have those filler videos where you're like oh here's a song you know and sometimes the song is just good enough to it doesn't need the video to carry it but man when there is a cool and look it shows 4.4 million views on apollo versus like a lot of the other ones and like a lot of these other songs are better than apollo but because Mm -hmm. apollo is so visually appealing it has that retention value where people are like dude look at how sick this is like that's a video people go to uh, other bands go to and go hey i want to replicate or like get a similar look to this yeah 
Yeah, Prometheus and Apollo like really stood out in visuals. Yeah, the location choices and stuff. Yeah, this is the shit that got me thinking about like wanting to shoot music videos out in the woods and shit. Just All, creepy uh, places, you know? Also, this is a crazy thing. Um, this is a crazy cave. The, the vocalist, <laughs> like this is, usually when I watch uh, music videos and the vocalist does not have a microphone, it's like mad cringy feeling. Yeah. Like, and they're like screaming the lyrics, you know? They don't. Yeah. Him in the cave, I didn't even sort of like once while watching this think yeah. it was creepy. Like, or creepy, cringy. cringy. Yeah, it just felt like. It just feels so... Like, he's so committed. Like, that was another thing yeah. I was talking about, the commitment. Like, he's not like, oh, I hope the cameraman doesn't laugh at me for, you know. Like, yeah. you can, I feel that so much when I watch, like, these Chug Core, you know, music oh, videos and stuff. Where yeah. You oh. see the vocalist, like, <laughs> the make, like too, he, his though. eyes, like, move away from, yeah. like, the ca- like he looks at the camera and then looks the other way and it mm-hmm. kind of looks nervous or all yeah. the band members are trying their hardest not to look at the camera, you know. But, and then you got dudes like this that just are performing. Like, they're so committed oh, yeah. to just... I would. This is what I want to do here. Like, oh, they, for real. I, this is the kind of like uh, the the talent in this band just tells me that like they they literally like wake up every day and instead of working, they legitimately just like practice for multiple hours. Oh yeah, on their instrument. You know, like practice their their the parents probably were just like. All right, son, like, yeah, if this is what you really want to do, you can do it. But, like, seriously, like, you're going to be on the street if you don't fucking right, do you it. You better do it right. Like, so, you better fucking crush it. Man, mm-hmm. this location's cool. That cave ah, It's so sick, man. Love that. Yeah. Mad horny. That, that's, like a, that's a cool thing to, like, talk about, though, too, is, like, um, what is and what, what, yeah, what entails a good place to shoot, like, out like in nature or the street, you know, like. Uh, I think a lot of it has to do with the <clears throat> the directing and stuff, like knowing the lighting oh, yeah. and whatnot. But, like, but that, like a cool location is always essential. I feel like, right? Well, right? not. Like, I feel like you can make areas that aren't that cool. Cool, yeah, you know, like like this cave would be like if amateurs went there, it would be so poorly lit. Like you probably couldn't even see any of the definition. Look how well lit that cave is. Like yeah. they brought some lights for that, or the cave was already pre lit. But like this, oh, yeah. this one, like there's so like I feel like an amateur band would go in there and just have these like one. I brought a floodlight and it's just oh now you have like a beam light shot and it just loses all that feeling mm. of like man this cave looks really pretty and it's like wide. He you know he goes from the ground up and he shoots upwards and the vocalist yeah. is performing over the camera so you can really see how wide and like long the cave is and shit and yeah. you know if you get like the wrong type of director in there or you got to try oh, to yeah, do it yourself yeah. or something you know you could totally flop the location yeah no doubt not get its full potential or like you know using those big cliffside areas and not having a drone <laughs> like a lot of the times it's just like yeah. man there's we all want to see it yeah. <laughs> we all want to see that <laughs> wide real. shot yeah yeah i definitely agree dude i think uh i haven't seen like a Somebody should go to the Alps. The Alps, yeah. <laughs> or try to dude, see a that's band a go great to the Alps. Spl- the splat. <laughs> splat. Yeah. A, no, no, bless. Yeah. It's a splat. Shit. Splat. Yeah. Oh, that was a the cave shot. Yeah. Burning. It like dropped like a yeah, book on fire like in front of the cave. Fire. And then like hits water, but like actually on like the the shot where there's like water, so it's just like this weird just effect. I don't know. I fucking love this shit too. They bring like an, uh, a projector in in a white room, you know? Mm-hmm. Okay, the, the fire on the drums is a little cringe, but <laughs> I mean, that's acceptable. Yeah. Like, they were trying to just be, like, genuine and, like, use real fire. 
Mm-hmm. Like, but I could just clearly fucking tell that that shit was like, yeah, like just gas too, station lighter fluid. It's too just for like literally one <laughs> shot. Oh, shit, it doesn't linger or anything. It's just him hitting it. Like you know, that was like the final shot. Oh, dude, dude, you know who we have to talk about? Uh, dude, I dude, completely dude. forgot about. Uh, well, I, I never forgot. I fucking love this band, but like uh, Falsifier, like that is a fucking great example of a band that just. Why the fuck have they not broken through other than the fact that, like, you know, they aren't, like, down in L.A., you know, just, like, bouncing back and forth between Vegas and, like, uh, you know, just, like— I think uh, I think a big, uh, a big uh, issue is probably lack of content. Like, I think they had a lot of hype mm-hmm. for, like, a whole year or two with, like, Choke and— uh, What's what's the one song? The that, the one song. <laughs> yeah, that that, that fucking that whole album. Song. Like, that album was pretty fire. And um, then actually, they, it's, an it's been EP? like two years. It's been like two years since that. No, that's been dude. You've been playing like a lot of video games or something because that that EP has been out for fucking ever, man. Well, this came out two years ago. Was this not? This is a, no. This is not on that. No, oh. Nope. No. Well, I saw, t- I saw 2017. We're talking about uh, the song like R.I.D. Uh, by Falsifier. Rest in the dirty. Yeah. That, uh, <laughs> please don't judge. Uh, the song, the last song I had on my Spotify that I was listening to uh, was Hostage. But trust me, I, it was just kind of like played through. <laughs> it's really funny that Lorna Shore is really respected. And now that Tom's in Chelsea Green, like, you have to like... Yeah, like, don't make fun of me. I no, no, I, I, don't, I don't actually listen to fucking Chelsea. I don't listen to Chelsea. It used to be like that. They had a they had a point when it was just like, you listen to fucking Chelsea Grin. It like. was when Lilith, the Lilith uh, EP came out. Oh, yeah. That was, yeah. The, that was the era. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. That really uh, tore the, the fan base in two. Yeah. Shit. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, World Demise. That yeah, fucking Yeah, album, this this dude. this was the record that I was like I thought they were really going to like start running shit. But uh something happened. Like I remember they toured it, you know, and like they they played like uh, low cap venues or, you know. Remember when you told me that this was an EP and there's 10 songs? Oh, no, on dude, it? dude, that's the album. This is the EP I'm telling you about. Rest in Dirt. Oh, yeah, that see no, that's from 2017, but I Am Death is from Oh, okay, I see. 2016, bro. Okay, that, okay. That shit's like 2016, damn. Dude, I know. Why that's is like the that's I am like da- I'm I'm that's still wild. like kind of nervous cuz I can't find my hair straightener, you know? Like <laughs> like damn, how am I going to pull up like to the show that's without so my hair fucking you know, looking fly. I gotta be emo hottie boy. Like, what's good? You there know, there is no other emo boy, emo hottie boy, or die. Oh, absolutely. But yeah, false affair, fire. I think just uh, <clears throat> they just took too long of a break because they had the they had the hype. I think body count, body count, body, body. snatcher rolled in and kind of took their hype Dude, um, yeah. because they just body snatcher I, you know, came never, out swinging. And I never saw them really. I never really saw them like going there for some reason, but they've they've definitely come like a lot farther. Yeah, Body Snatcher really has uh, improved a, a ton. Their newer sound is very sick. Oh yeah. Well, I, I don't know. I'm not. I'm not the, like the craziest about it personally. See, I think it's way. It's definitely. You, it's unarguably better than their other stuff. Yeah. Haven't they? Uh, how many members have they gone through now? I feel like they've gone through like literally the entire lineup except for their vocalist. I don't know. It's definitely not for a while. Like. It's not, it's not for a while. Yeah, it hasn't been for a while that, that they've bought, like, gone through a member, I mean. Hmm, man. Yeah, I I remember, uh, I think the only time like I really got super into Body Snatcher was uh, when they first came out. I think it was that first EP they did. 
uh, fuck, I might even, I don't even fucking remember what it is called, shit. Did, was that even a sentence? Oh, yeah, no, it was abandonment. Yeah, that, uh. Oh, the Chuck Corey EP? Yeah, this, this shit slapped, but, oh, man, kind of looking back at this, uh. Looking I'm, back at this. <laughs> this is just, like, I'm looking at this, but I remember, like, even my band, like, like, we were doing this shit. We had, like, for our Facebook banner, like, something like this, you know. Uh, another band that like fucking like I feel like really started like this like image Jesus, of dude, Facebook banners. Chill on the likes. <laughs> said one sentence and eight of the words were like. Oh shit! Jeez. Am I really just overdoing it over here? Yeah. Damn. Sorry. Fuck. <laughs> Sometimes I just be thinking too hard. Um, fuck. But yeah, like. <laughs> don't, don't, don't let it derail you. I just wanted to say yeah, yeah, you're abusing yeah. it a little bit. Much. Oh yeah, yeah. Hell yeah, brother. So uh, yeah, but body I, I get snatcher. What you're saying though, the point of uh, it being that it's like of the times. I think more so. Like this was the look. You know, like Chug Core was very huge in this upbringing at like this time period, like 2015, 2016, like even 14. Yeah. That like three year period. It was like yo, if you're not on Chug Core, you're not the death core, you know, underground mm-hmm. people. Like you're, if you're not on our <laughs> chug core playlist, you're not doing it right. Like that was the vibe. So I feel like this was this like image of like, this abandonment EP is very indicative of the time. Even the symbol thing, like a uh, death core definitely like Oceano, like I feel like really oh, yeah. hit, like pushed that oh, uh, onto, yeah. onto bands. Not like that. They were like, you must do this, but they were like, you know, they had that drippy moon and, and then mm-hmm. other death core bands were like, whoa, like, what's going Fuck. on here? That's pretty shit. Uh, Devil Wears Prada also, I feel like, mm-hmm. really kind of like saw that before everyone right. else. Uh, and this, obviously, yeah, logos like, like have been a thing for a oh, while, no, but King, more so I'm saying eight, King Deathcore, you know, King A10. No, no, I'm oh, thinking, album, I'm thinking yeah, 18. That, that's weird. My brain literally just skipped, right? Like the second, like I'm thinking of the Devil Wears Prada's 810 record. Mm-hmm. And like, for some reason, I just have to say like King before. <laughs> uh, it just, the Devil uh, Wears Prada, yeah. King 8810. 18. Yeah. 818. Yeah, that's what it was. 818. Mm-hmm. 818. Yeah. Shit. Fuck yeah, shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, just the numbers. <laughs> yeah, just I just typed just 818 on YouTube, and we just got a bunch of fucking cars. <laughs> like, area code. just these like middle aged dudes that have nothing going on in their lives. They're just like, yeah, I, my, my family doesn't love me, but like, I, I've. I've sold everything for this car. <laughs> I really, really want to be loved. The mortgage is two months past due, but man, this German dune buggy sure is sick. I tell all my friends I'm very happy because look at the car. <laughs> man, I'm only happy in summertime when I can drive my convertible. Yeah, I did. Why the fuck did I say 810? It's definitely 818, yeah. Shit. <laughs> Jeez. Hey, you ever just roll up? Yeah. Your sleeves because you don't want them to get dirty. <laughs> My sleeves. Oh no, he's <laughs> touching me. Oh, please, Mr. Wabbit, you're hurting oh, me. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's back. It's not on no, his channel, though. No. Somebody Damn. we uploaded its Wabbit season. Thank fucking God. Bless their soul. All right, so we were talking about Devil Wars Prada last. Uh, not like for much purpose it was just that they had a logo <laughs> yeah oh yeah, yeah. Was the only reason but, but i think that's an interesting thing like in regards to like 
where like hardcore and shit went from there, you know, like in in terms of like the the way people are now portraying themselves live, uh, the way that uh, I think it's like a, a point of just marketing evolving. Like mm, it, everyone okay. kind of just adjusting with marketing as it as it grows, you know. Oh yeah. Like uh, the <laughs> I hate to say market four times in a row, but the market keeps changing, and as it does, artists adapt you know rather whether it be intentional or not the environment changes and then we as the uh, the people you know it's like all a, a stepping like ladder like a pyramid uh you know going up it's like the all of us on the bottom trying to s- crawl up the top so we're just following the person that's a little bit bigger than us yeah. like what they did like oh what worked for them okay well we'll all do that and then you know trying to work your way up the top <clears throat> yeah so yeah, with the whole logo branding thing, I I think uh, yeah, it was just, like each genre had a different time period where that really became big for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like remember the the Windbreaker era, like oh yeah, Tiffer Dude, King was, was like the metalcore band for the, for Windbreaker core, like they were like the group. Do you know and then, shit? I have a Dissimulator Windbreaker in this room <laughs> oh, yeah. with us right now. It was yeah, it went from like a the really heavy metalcore bands and then de- deathcore and beatdown kind of was like took it. And then it, they yeah. like killed it. I specifically remember uh, Oceano. Actually, they uh, that was their stage uh, yeah, uh, the, costumes. The, the, the they purple all, crescent. They moon. all wore their you know their signature like windbreakers. Mm-hmm. That sick ass fucking purple. Yeah, yeah. They, yeah, think, and uh, they, they capitalized really on that pretty pretty well too. Like the dark purple color. That's, that was a sick look. The a lot of people started copying it right after that. I saw it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was just like makes sense. Definitely looks fucking slick. Yeah, looks sick and it's selling. Yeah, and who who the fuck doesn't want like a nice ass windbreaker like on the real? Like yeah, everyone I, wants oh, that. The I only heard... reason you're not making them is because you don't know who to fucking talk to to print and fucking merch, dumbass. <laughs> or there's one guy in the band Just who's like, I wouldn't wear long sleeves. Talk to people, damn. Talk to people. <laughs> I don't read books. What? I talk to people. What the fuck is a book? <laughs> You know, this virus is bad, sure, but I wouldn't let it stop my small business. <laughs> I said one day, I'm going to own the Jets. You know what I did? Own the Jets. Well, I don't, I, I don't really own the Jets, but, like, I got a story that'll convince you I do. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Oh, man. I'm always right if I can convince you. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, man. Yeah. That's just... Yeah, that's too relatable. What what what's that? what else is like a a weird thing like that people do uh like in terms of like trying to keep people down like uh in the music industry from surpassing them. Like oh, telling people that you got to pay your dues when you're a sick band. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. That like, There's so many times that I feel like I've just been big suited by somebody oh, because yeah. they're like, "Well, uh I see that your streams are really well for somebody that hasn't mm-hmm. been active in a very long time. But uh, notice you haven't done a bunch of DIY tours in the past year. So oh, yeah. It's like, yeah. yeah, but look at our online numbers. Like, don't you think that we should build an online audience before we go to, you know, venues and yeah. play for people so that we can play for a, a more guaranteed audience? And it's like, yeah. that's not how we do this, Bucko. You for must real. give us a record of 10 tours. People are so detached now. It's like they, they don't realize that, like, like in this, like, this is an actual thing. Like, people don't just, like, go to fucking venues now anymore. It's like, you know, if you're going to a venue, it's because you're going to meet up with people that dress the way you do, uh, you know, have the common, like, uh, uh, 
political agenda or something, you know, like a, a place where you know there's going to be multiple people like you so you can like, you know, have physical like uh, connection with like something that's not just through a screen. Because realistically, like everyone now is like, before I go do anything in the real world, like I need to make sure it's like cool online, you know? Like, uh, yeah, people, uh, people really, I don't know. They, they don't like, they don't try, uh, try new things much anymore, you know? And I think that's why you have such a, you know, like why, especially like something like Screamo or hardcore, metalcore, why it's so like uh, looked at like taboo is because like people don't have, you know, enough bandwidth for uh, just like think, all that culture. I think it's know? like a, more of an exposure thing, really. Like it was kind of what we were talking about even earlier about people making fun of things that are just outside of their normal everyday life. Like if you're raised to only know certain things and then you see somebody else doing a thing that isn't that, like I can make fun of that because yeah. it's not what I do every day. Mm-hmm. You know, that was, that's such a younger kid thing to do. Like growing up, if nobody tells you that or there's no like guiding hand to show you that that's not like how, that's, that doesn't make it funny just because it's it's something you wouldn't do, you know? Mm-hmm. And I feel like because of that, it's shamed a lot of people for a long time from trying different things. You know, you can't, like, you know what you know, and then you can't step outside of that because you're making, you know, you've lived to the point to be like, that's weird. Like, I would never try that. That's very weird unless somebody basically forces you to try it yeah, and open your mind to it. Like, I, so many people I went to high school with used to make fun of the music I listened to all of the time. Like, literally, like, the first word that they would hear, they'd be like, what the fuck is this? Like, oh, my God. He's, <laughs> what the yeah. Goes with some Schmeagle shit. Schmeagle shit. <laughs> and then those same people now are like, dude, bro, I love like fucking Day to Remember, like new older stuff. I'm yeah. really into it right now. Or, oh, did you hear new Ice Nine Kills, dude? I fucking love it. I'm like, they're like, love metalcore now. I'm like, like, oh, why do you like it? I'm like, oh, you know, the lyrics like kind of just like hit me like different, you know, like now that I'm older and more like ready to. I don't know, like, talk to my emotions, I guess. It, like, kind of, like, relates yeah. to me more. I'm like, mm. I, so do you feel bad about making fun of me in school, mm-hmm. you know? for Like, that? that's such a bummer that people go through that, it, like, thinking that they're not allowed to like other things because they're weird, and then yeah. thinking that, like, oh, well, that makes you weird because it's different. It's, it's oh, just yeah. this, this yeah. weird cycle that could easily be broken had somebody just been like, hey, you can all just like what you like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you don't have to ridicule and shame each other you can just be happy <laughs> like it doesn't have to be all misery <laughs> what you mean you mean i can make decisions for myself what <laughs> what the fuck well that's a fucking bummer about the parent thing i think a big reason is that all that guilt and shame put onto us by uh, our working class ass parents you know yeah. just like questioning shit and then being yelled at like stop overanalyzing don't question me like you don't understand when you're older that type of shit I'm just like so basically you're just not gonna raise me huh you're just gonna I just gotta figure this out alright sick that's so fucking funny and that's why everybody sucks for a lot of it there's just no guidance and then we're adults yeah there's no learning and then we have kids and then we do the same thing dude you know what I saw the other day like I I was on a bike ride I saw a pigeon eating an old man dude that would be way fucking cooler than the story significantly Oh damn! It's I don't been even, a long time coming. I don't even want to tell this story now, but like <laughs> I, I gotta because it's just so important for like. Is it sad? It no, it's it's a it's hope. 
It's hope for once in this fucked up dark world, Austin. Can you sing it to me with auto-tune? Yeah, I can sing it to you in auto-tune. <laughs> yes, Absolutely. Yes, 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 you think yes. I would just come to the party without my fucking <laughs> My guitar gear? loaded. Oh, shit. Oh, can you turn mine on, too? Oh, fuck, yeah. I want to be your hype, man. Okay, yeah, you should be my hype, man. Hot bitch. Uh, you didn't expect for us to bring two guitars. Oh, shit. I got an acoustic, baby. Yeah, baby. I was invited to this party through someone mm. that you guys hardly know. So I'm the friend of a friend of a friend, and I brought a guitar. Hope you don't mind. Check out my band. Damn. Thanks. I'll be here Shit. for another 30 minutes. All right, yeah. So uh, what was going down was... Um, what was going down? I was I was biking through Safeway. The safest way. Two Safe emo kids in the parking lot. Like, I'm talking like little kids. Little like it, it gave me this sense of like, thank God I'm not alone. <laughs> like, I'm not gonna be the last fucking emo kid to exist. <laughs> yeah. I honestly think that a lot. I'm like, emo's gotta be dead by now. Then it's not. Yeah, I don't know. It just it, it like blew me away. Like, uh, dude, you know what? I rocked in high school that I've never seen replicated, which really makes me feel bad about myself. What? What? <laughs> Tell Is me. It, I used well. Okay, so I had a couple of fresh, young, hip friends. You know, I, I was given a black card in uh, high school. That was yeah. like you know, I was part fucking black card. I, yeah, dude, I got Damn, a, I got an bro. honorary black card. I you never. Know, some had, people I, don't know what fucking cards are anymore. I never had to use it, but. uh what do you mean? Some people don't know what the cards Dude, are. Yeah, that's a weird thing. Like I've talked. What to are you talking about? Multiple people my age. Everyone has a debit card. Oh, I'm, I'm talking about like flip your card and like elementary school shit. Oh, I was like, what are you fucking talking about? Dude, people don't know what you cards said. You had are. to flip your card to black. Right? No, and what the? Fu- no, I said I was given a black card. I didn't. Yeah. Like by a black people. Oh. Whoa. Like a racial, oh. like they were like, you're a fucking homie. Okay, like, so here's this is now high card. school. Like. <laughs> it was high school. I was telling shit, I was a high school like, story. Uh, oh, shit. I thought we were talking like elementary for a second. I don't remember the initial point of my story now. <laughs> Do, yeah. What, why the, how the fuck did we talk? Uh, well, I had a good point, we but then we were kids. derailed uh, by this <laughs> your fucking lack of paying attention to what I was saying. Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> you, shit, I, yeah. I don't remember what we were talking about now. Fuck. Damn. Fuck. Damn. Things just happen like that sometimes. But thank God, like, I can just always flip the auto-tune <laughs> back on. Thank God. Mine's not oh, there. Shit. I know. I got, I'm not a fucking mastermind, Austin, but it's there now, so please. It's too late. No, it's, it's not. It's too late. You already made me sing flat on fucking the so the funny no, thing, I don't want to sing. So we're looking at this music video right now, and uh, I'm just trying to like compare it to uh, the last music video that they did uh, in terms of like their their image, kind of like being connected. 
<laughs> with it, with every song, and I'm I'm just not feeling it on this it's one. It's a sleepless man. We're talking about uh, the now, D, This is the DIY all, all, issue I was talking yeah, about. Yeah, all love to this band, but like this, <laughs> the music video <laughs> left to suffers burden. All right, can we talk about too that if you're being suffocated <laughs> by a single layer of grocery bags, no just way. bite it. Just fucking tear it with your teeth. Oh, it's yeah. not if you suck hard enough. I guarantee you'll blow, you'll just just pull a hole through it. Like I, I see that shit all the all the time in <laughs> fucking these weird music videos where they do that, like oh, suffocating on a fucking grocery bag. <laughs> grocery <laughs> you could literally bag. tear that with your Jesus mouth. Jesus Christ, for real! What a fucking loser! What a fucking loser! He says, "Damn." He says with a grimace in his voice, a scowl on his brow. Holding with intent to the thoughts that he has been harboring. <laughs> Man, uh, we got fucking... Uh, Minus Morgule. Uh, oh, yeah. New, wait, is new this? Code orange. Code orange. <laughs> new Code Orange. God, I can't say yeah, it. New Code, code orange. orange. Can we talk about... Fun. This is like an... This is an hour long. What is this? I think this is... It's either like a documentary on the music video for Swallowing the Rabbit Hole, or it's like... Is it like a mini movie? I th- this might be a fucking movie, man. This is no. Oh, it's a live set. Oh, it's a live performance. They're just playing like it's the, like an the introduction to it. Okay, shit. That's kind of fucking sick. <clears throat> Damn. Yeah, Code, Code Orange is doing live videos now. Recently. I uh, I've always live been a fan DVDs. of their. In- I've never been a huge fan of their vocalists. Wow, uh, this is weird. But instrumentally, man, it's so sick. Their new shit has been so fun. Mm-hmm. That one yeah, uh, animated video agree. that they put out with the with the bass player is singing. Yeah. At the beginning, da-da. that song is such a groove. It's got this like uh, grunge ass sound to it. it. Reminds me of like early Seattle's like music. Very very really cool sound. I haven't heard in a long yeah. time. And uh, I guess what is what are they called? Are they metalcore? Like <laughs> what are they considered? They I would I def- everything's metalcore at this point. <laughs> yeah. Everything that is like massly consumed that has a little bit of metal in it is metal. Oh yeah, dude, it's so weird to see uh, like just over the years like how underground metalcore actually was to like how mainstream it is now almost. Like uh, I'll see that shit. Fusion um, or genre fusion has been a big yeah. change up in the past five years. Like this, oh yeah, like I mean this trap metal thing that's been yeah, coming out yeah. recently. Very past years. yeah, like literally all these fucking. Uh, you know, like millions and millions of streams, like billions artists, like are just fucking wearing like uh, like full of hell shirts or something like that. You know, mm-hmm. or uh, Scarlord started a fucking yeah, Scarlord, great example. Yeah, he started a huge revolution. Yeah, uh, poor guy too. He had like a <clears throat> a niche going, and then he completely changed his sound and style. Because he was, like, upset that everyone was copying. <laughs> yeah, I think it's safe to say, too, that uh, Post Malone is also pretty responsible for, like, the... Dude, he created an entire genre yeah. of R&B. Like, that flowy... Yeah. It's, like, change up the... There's, like, one central melody, but they change up the yeah. like the other melodies, like, all the time. Mm-hmm. It's not super repetitive. Like, that was a really big wave that we went through recently. Yeah. But these past, like, three... Even four years have been this like change up where <clears throat> everyone's kind of doing flows that are faster and more melodic, and uh, post yeah is definitely a huge reason. And that fucking that that uh, vibrato that not it's like not the right vibrato. It's like yeah. the all jaw vibrato. Yeah. 
<laughs> it's like your cold vibrato. Man. And uh, I've been seeing that a ton in, in music recently. Like, Jake Hill has just become Post Malone Dude, yeah. in his newer songs. I saw. I like it, I but it's I saw you were so listening weird. to his shit earlier today. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're bumping him pretty heavy, too. Yeah, Nicole really likes him. That was probably yeah. Nicole that yeah. was listening to it. But um, that You know, that's an, that's an artist that I am very interested to see, like, how... Uh, like female audiences receive because mm-hmm. I, I feel like that's a very male heavy, like uh, fan base. Used to for be. some reason, you know. A lot of girls fuck with his uh, softer shit. That sounds really funny. Well, <laughs> uh, <laughs> what, what do proctologists and Jake Hill fans have in common? They yeah. love soft shit. Soft shit. <laughs> Damn, fucking Lamb of God out here just capitalizing on the coronavirus. Fucking, they just put out a uh, two weeks ago. Uh, uh, Lamb of God put out a song titled Memento Mori, just like, okay, yeah, so this is just like, be mindful of death and uh, just be aware of the fact that uh, all you fucks that are like little pussies about like this whole like potentially dying thing, like uh, just just fucking know that we've you, just, we're so okay with it. You <laughs> like, really think they did this whole video, wrote the whole song, I don't recorded know, it in the time of the pandemic? Dude, I... I I, I know that's a big thing to say. Memento Mori is also just a common phrase. Yeah, bands, a lot of these fucking like underground bands are like definitely doing that. The song's super weird. It's got a really like singy intro. Did you listen to it already? Yeah. I have not listened to it. It's, I, yeah, I had it's no, from two weeks ago. I don't know. It, I just feel like it lines up too like too perfectly with like exactly when like the coronavirus entered Washington State, you know? Well, they're not from Washington. I know, but like. <laughs> You're just like drawing parallels. <laughs> uh, I, I just, I don't know. Yeah, just like the United States is what I should say. Oh, dude, he's got a mop, just like a just how like we need virus. to be cleansed of <laughs> the virus, man. Like he's he's washing us of like it's it's a metaphor for population control. Damn, he's cleansing the population right now. You know, now. this is a really weird music video just by itself already. Like just some dude, like he for some reason chooses to like fill the room up with smoke before he mops it. <laughs> <laughs> He is responsible for this environment right now. That's so funny to think No, about. it's all internal. Oh, it actually might just be the... Oh, may, maybe it's just a spooky barbershop because there were skulls and yeah. candles. So maybe it's just... Maybe, look, see? Maybe it's just a spooky-themed candle oh, shop. Or a uh, barbershop, I mean. Yeah, but look at him. He is like... He's the least emo dude I've ever seen. Yeah, he just looks like a... What the fuck? He looks like a the, the fucking child of... Uh, Conan, uh, uh, fucking Conan, yeah. Looks like Conan O'Brien. Yeah, yeah. Conan O'Brien. He got that broke nose. Yeah, he's just got that like I'm the fucking son. (laughs) Look at me, uh, Papa. Are you proud? How's it going? (laughs) I am the son. I am the son. (laughs) That's what I say when I go anywhere. (laughs) Any anytime. (laughs) Fucking jump scares in this. Oh yeah. Hi, me. Uh, I'm the son. Oh, like a, what is this music video? Like the man? big one in the sky? No, like my I have a dad. This is like an episode of Scooby Doo, man. What's your Scooby Doo? Dude, there's I literal the sun. like there's actual fucking like Halloween costume monsters just like in a group, like they're a gang, like they've all agreed, like we're gonna be friends, we're gonna beat the fuck out of this. Why kid. does Randy's wife look like he would have a like a tent set up at a like a crystal convention. Like oh yeah, he, dude. he looks like I, he's got a collection of enchanted I would rocks. Definitely buy those fake rocks from him. Yeah, yeah. Randy Blythe. You know he's is selling those fake ones. A, uh, 
amethyst dealer on the side. Dude, remember when um, what, uh, Rotting Out's vocalist, their straight edge vocalist, got <laughs> selling for a bunch of weed? Dude, yeah, he was like not like, yeah, he was just like smuggling it or something. Dude, yeah. listen, I don't think it's cool to do, but if you're going to do it, I'd rather you get it from me. Listen. It's like the cool mom. Like, if you're going to get high, if at least do it in my house. So you I know think you're I'm safe. touching that shit? Yo, you better listen to my fucking <laughs> band. The idea of like, hey man, yeah, here's that, here's that fucking uh, half ounce you ordered. And then walking out on stage and going, yo, fuck anyone that's ever done drugs. Yo, I'm so fucking edge, bro. But swear to God, like, <laughs> yeah, I'm vegan. I need a yeah, cup I work of coffee or else I'm going to fucking shoot myself. <laughs> you ever just be a vegan and work at a slaughterhouse? Dude, um, a lot of vegans would argue that... Um, Shut the fuck like, up. Like, even if you're just, like, working at a place that you're not, like, personally, like, touching it or, or anything. But if you're, like, it's kind of the concept of, like, if you buy, like, food from this place. You're supporting it. You're supporting, like, that business that kills animals, you know? Yeah, that makes sense. It makes sense, but it's also just, like. It's not that weird. Fuck, man. How the hell am I? We can't just, like, be driving an hour to fucking Seattle just to go to Vegan Haven, like, every day, you know? Like... That's the bummer about, like, uh, rural areas, you know? The more country yeah, you get, the more... That fucking poor shit, You, you man. get, uh... Well, not even poor... Like, it's a weird crossbreed, though, because like, the cities are usually poor the more rural you get, but yeah. then they, you have these houses that are just, like, on a bunch of land, you know? And these people that have money... They're just sitting on money and not doing anything with it. Mm -hmm. There's so many old people that just have a bunch of land... And just a bunch of money and just die with it. And it just does, it just goes back to the government. Like it just does nothing for yeah. the economy. It just sits there and rots. Like, okay. <laughs> cute vibes. Cute wow. vibes. Cute queen. Wow. Um, shit. There was a band I really wanted to show you. Uh, I wanted to get your opinion on them. We just talked about End. Yeah, yeah, I know, but like it, it was in relation to end. Like I, I found them by listening to End Radio because I was trying to like just like seek out some new bands that I haven't really like heard of yet. Okay. Uh, one of the bands that I found uh, within it, I believe it was. Uh, have you heard hold of up, Gulch hold on. yet? Hold on. Whoa, whoa, hang on. I gotta type this in, or else I will forget it. <clears throat> Go on, speak your fucking mind, little bitch. Jason Daggett whoa. is right now listening to Foo Fighters, dude. I'll screenshot that. Hang on just one second. <laughs> Hang on, the, everyone. This is really important. This is a good friend of ours. This is a good friend of ours that his entire time that we have known him, every single person has said, hey, is that Dave Grohl? <laughs> is right now listening Damn. to Foo Fighters. I, I really wish... Oh, wait, shit. Hang on. I gotta hit escape because I gotta get his picture. I, he, he's gonna think we photoshopped this. No, bitch. I'm, you know, I'm just gonna do a big one. Yo, Holtz are out here blasting yeah. Gaga and I respect that. What kind of Gaga, though? We gotta be real. Classic Gaga, dude. Stupid love. Okay. Fuck it up. Shit. Fuck it up. All right. Let's see. What was the song that I listened to? Uh, yeah, but uh, I'm sorry, Jason, but um, unacceptable behavior on your behalf. Garth running two days in a row to listening to Swancore bands for 24 oh, yeah. 7. Yeah. Shame on you, Garth, you predictable fuck. <laughs> All right, so uh, yeah, I, I, I'm not. I don't fucking remember the exact song, but let, let's just go by the most popular song. I'll I guess. just pick a song. Hopefully, yeah. that works. Just keep playing music until I say I like it. <laughs> I'll just play music forever until you say this is cool. Oh man, shit, that's not too loud in your headphones. Shit, cool. Shit, cool. Do or die, you and die. Oh. 
I think the thing that like kind of strike me the most, like uh, upon my memory of listening uh, to them, was like this really like I don't know. They had a very interesting flow from uh, just the change ups, I guess. Like I really remember their almost like fun guitar parts. You know, mm-hmm. they uh, they just like yeah, <sighs> instrumentally. This is very sick, but. Uh... Yeah, th- this is a big reason I I always struggle to get into this genre. It's just vocally I get so not in. That was kind of cool, but like that just peaking like yeah. It's interesting to see. It's interesting to see new bands like this come up. You know, uh, kids are listening to this shit now. Yeah, play that new Bleed from Within. Bleed from Within. Yeah. Bleed from Within is very sick, up and coming band. Well, I'm sure I, I'm sure they've been around for a while, but uh, I am newly into them, so I, I'm just gonna be ignorant and call them an up and coming band. <laughs> up and coming band, Bleed. Yeah, I think it's Into Nothing. Maybe we could just go to their thing. Yeah, yeah. whatever the most recent song. I yeah, what was the song? Whatever the most recent one is. Uh, Probably Into Nothing. Yes. Into Nothing. Yeah, it's March 27th. <laughs> It Bleed From Within has these, like, classic, like, as they lay dying metalcore vibes. Uh, but they also have this new age, like, they break down and shit. Mm. It's pretty hype. It's a cool crossover. This is something that, like, a death metal dad would like. But also his son could be like, yo, yeah. what are you listening to, dad? This is kind of <laughs> hype. Hmm. And then his dad can go, Bleed From Within. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm just looking at all, like, the, the shit that is in, like, the recommended artists. Like, as blood runs black, like, that's, like, an instant, like, signal. Like, okay, this is some dad metal shit, like, <laughs> but respectfully. So, it's not dad rock. It's fucking dad metal. <laughs> Big difference in respect. In I don't think I've spectrum. ever heard anyone. Oh, I guess new as blood runs black is pretty dad metal. Yeah. Like, the fears, my fears have become phobias. Allegiance, uh, that is definitely not dad metal. <laughs> all shall perish, my friend. Uh, definitely. Um I would also say like uh, all the remains for sure. Oh, yeah. all the remains definitely. <laughs> this is like all the borderline all the remains with better guitar tone. Yeah. It's weird to see like out of all these bands. Like I mean, I kind of expect Amir a little bit like a little suspicious, but like oh, Yeah, dude, I forget. Jason Richardson is in All That Remains now. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> What? That's so weird. I forgot what about that. What is he doing in there? It makes no fucking sense. Because they're a huge band. Yeah, but like... Makes sense yeah, for his career. I guess, like, for money and shit, but like... I don't know, like, if All the Remains genuinely asked me... Oh, sorry. If All the Remains genuinely asked me to, like... Like, we fucking need you. We will pay you whatever you fucking want. Well, dude, Ollie was the lead guitarist, so I think Jason stepping in is lead... So he probably gets to write the new shit. Wow. So he's not like just like a fill-in or a, you know, like a bassist or something. I guess you're he, right. He's like, he might change how they sound. Damn. That's going to be very fucking interesting now. For real. Now that I think about it. But. <laughs> because even on their last release, they were getting a little more like influenced by older like metalcore even. Yeah. I'm just trying to think that like uh, that contrast, you know, um, that contrast between like uh, 
just fucking Jason and then that fucking Phil, their vocalist, you know, just like. Especially because Phil is like super American. Do they get along, you know? Like, do Uh, they talk? Do they hang out? Like, what's going on here? Like, Honestly, they kind of look related. Dude. Oh, I don't know, man. That's kind of scary that you brought that up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, like he, like Phil looks like he could be his older brother, like yeah. he, like his older brother that went to the military. Oh yeah, yeah. and then came back and is kind of like a little detached from his brother. Like, Absolutely, because yeah. Jason loves like video games and shit, and Phil loves shooting guns. Yeah. like it's a, you know, it's that contrast of like video mm-hmm. game brother that is you know a musician, and then the patriot brother that drinks Bud Light. And crushes the cans on his head. Oh yeah. And can grill a mean burger. Oh yeah. Absolutely. Oh yeah. Do you listen to um the new Acacia Strain? I feel it comes like, in waves. I feel like that's just something uh, that's not like, all the way through, but I've heard a couple of tracks. Yeah. Pretty I feel sick. like uh that question that I just had for you is like a great example of um e. like me just being social with people. What is, what is this? What? E. This so this is their second EP. They, so Wait, are you sure it's not the first one? And the second so the first letter P? was D. Oh no way! Yeah, Where, why is they that put out two here? songs and now they put out dude, two I, more songs. Okay, dude, the Acacia Strain is the only band that does this shit, and I fucking love it. Isn't it sick? They did it with the As Look, Above, So okay, Below me, thing too. Let me line this. You shit remember up. that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, well, this is like a whole nother level now, though. I would say because uh, e it comes in waves. Like, you think they're going to spell dead or death? It was, wait, what? You think oh, it's gonna dead. dead. It's going to be death? dead for sure. Because it's two songs, so two, four, six, eight at least. I would want eight for a record, you know? Like, well, like a a trilogy of a record, you know? Well, it doesn't, it doesn't make sense because trilogy is three. Like, quadrilogy. Death would be 11 what the songs. Fuck? Yeah. Quadrilogy. Die. Uh, if it was die, then... That, I, what? It couldn't be. Why would they start with? Okay. Why we, would they do D E? We got to talk about something real quick. They would do D E I. You ever just like look at um, D I? Their vocalist and uh, this guy and just like get instantly confused. He uh, he. Is that, they no, that's have, their, they uh, have similar glasses. I think that's their bass player. That's David Montalvo and Josh Wildhorn. <laughs> yeah. At the same time. <laughs> but uh, yeah, fucking. Um, it comes in waves with like a smaller <laughs> scale. So like That's, it's looking like it's a smaller scale of what they're doing I, with uh, this I didn't realize D that, uh, and E record. I didn't realize well, that the, the Acacia Strain had a spelt out a sentence in their album. That's cool. Oh, you didn't notice that? I just well, that, that's I what I'm that's it. what I'm referencing here because like this came out like in 2019, uh, the D record, which for some reason I can't find. Where where the hell you, is it? You were it? just on it. You just pointed to it and then. Oh no! Right. Oh, okay, here we go. This makes more sense. You see this? Yeah, I wasn't confused by that. Oh well, shit. I was just saying. I just wanted to like. I just noticed that they had spelt something in the yeah in the last record because I hadn't looked at the record. Yeah. Yeah, but honestly, I, I think it's really interesting in regards to like how significantly different both these records are looking out to be. Like, uh, it comes in waves was incredibly like not. I mean, it was heavy, but like it was so like black and doomed like focused. There was like crazy sporadic like um, almost uh, hypnotic hallucinogenic like moments like in it like the intro there's specific like uh, television just uh, well not static but like uh, the you know when like a channel like 
we're, we're not going, we're like, take it off the air, you know, they cut it, like, cut to fucking, like, beep, <laughs> like, mm-hmm. like, uh, when they used to censor vocalists, like, on the radio and shit, they just add a beep in. Right. People don't remember that shit, but that used to be a thing, like, real fucking bad. American Idiot, like, <laughs> whenever that was on the radio. God, that was the worst. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, th- this new Acacia strain, uh, it's just, I, I just bring it all up because I think it's really interesting that uh, they do this really crazy doom blackened, like existential, like fucked up, like uh, just fear of the world, you know, put in that record. And now with this new record, uh, they it almost seems like they're trying to continue what they've been doing this whole time. So it's almost as if it comes in waves is like this sweet little treat for like some like real OG fans that know what they fuck with, like uh, musically. Um, But at the same time, when I'm listening to the D and the E record, I'm like, uh, okay, fuck. Yeah. They're like, you know, they're still doing their shit. They're not like just completely changing up, but, um, yeah, there's just like, I don't know, they're just always trying to improve. Like, if something I have definitely noticed is uh, lyrically, the their shit is just, it's being pushed to levels that they have not gone before. Like, some of their old stuff is pretty, like, pretty horrific, like, um, spooky shit, but... I definitely think uh, rather than just like being like, oh, scary gore in, in a movie, <laughs> like uh, they're just like focused on this like life is horrific. And yeah, they kind of been on that though. Yeah, like, but not forever, I feel like. I, I feel like. Like Grave Bloom, fucking the Witch album, those are both like ritualistically like the world is fucked and people suck. Was it really? Maybe yeah. I just wasn't paying enough attention to those records. Continent even is kind of mm. like about like the devastation of the world. Like Vincent's lyrics have always been like super nihilistic. Yeah. I think it's more so maybe like this is just when you're getting into the lyrics and you're noticing it. Oh, it might be. This might be. Maybe I am just not a real one, everyone. I'm sorry. Not even of that. I've just like, <clears throat> like, cause uh, musically it's obviously different, but lyrically I think Vincent's always been leaning into that, like, maybe that's just me being like a stupid young kid because i specifically remember watching um one of their music videos for i think it was send help and Mm -hmm. and it was that that goofy yeah it was just so silly is that the rap club one uh no that's uh malevolence uh by uh what was that fucking band Uh, a, a, a plea for purging yeah oh yeah yeah yeah, they've always walked this uh, interesting line. I know that they in the have video game super merch too. I was like, songs. these are just like mm-hmm. it's like uh, August Burns Red essentially. Yeah, that like line of nerd to like, like don't take gloomy. anything serious, dude. Like mm-hmm. <laughs> the cops will never bust down your door and shoot your family. <laughs> oh, that one, the one where he looks like Eric from yeah, King Eric. yeah. Yeah, I know what you're talking so, about. The bowling alley one. Super funny. Yeah, and and keep in mind, like, prior to me listening to the Acacia Strain at this point, like, I, my knowledge of them is, like, Beast, you know? Which is a right. great fucking song still. I bump that that song all the time, but, like... I feel like this song it, being... It didn't give me that existential... I was more, like, angry at people, right. you know, rather than internalizing yeah, all the, of the older ones, definitely. my insecurities. Th- this even is, like, a... It being called Send Help and the song being super goofy and like in a bowling alley, you know, something built to distract you is almost in a way being like, you know, a, a 
commentary on nihilism in general. Oh yeah. Of just like oh yeah. Look at this. Like we don't. Like, does there's make... nothing better than to just take it, not take it seriously. Like you know, the the end yeah. is coming. And we might as well enjoy it. So like, let's go. Yeah. Let's go be wacky and not take this seriously. Like this, this kind of seems like a way to yeah. to say like we can do whatever we want, and we still like the song is called "Send Help." Like that seems like a pretty gloomy thing to say. And then the you know the track's mad, just like yeah. silly, obviously. But I think it's just at the end of the day, this band has is very uh, self aware, but also <laughs> mad nihilistic. Oh yeah, you know uh, when you say it now, it, it does make like a little more sense to me. Like, I think this is just like a classic case of like me being an underdeveloped like adolescent teenager, just like mm, heavy band, uh, some girls like that. Uh, I like that. <laughs> like, yeah, Casey Strain closed. <laughs> <laughs> what a great way to finish that, man. Yeah. What else you been listening to right now, Austin? Uh, anything off the top of your head? It's okay. Dude, honestly, I went back and I, I recently was jamming uh the Sun Eater album by Job for a Cowboy. Oh fuck it's yeah! It's so sick, dude. I love yeah, Davy's vocals in that. I will never uh, Johnny Davy. Remember when Job for a Cowboy like got girls? Like they were like fucking, they, well, they were one of the hot topic. Founders. Yeah, MySpace. Like, it was every- Job for a Cowboy, White Chapel, Chelsea Grin. Uh, Black Dahlia Murder are all hot topic bands that that was the insurgence of that like that thing that started like this new wave sexist ass uh, oh bitch you doesn't even know that song mm. that band that she's wearing like this Dude. it started with fucking MySpace ass hot topic band yeah. shirts because the artwork that Dan Mumford put out was so sick that like it it fit the scene girl aesthetic you know they just wore mm-hmm. their boyfriend's fucking Dan Mumford shirt because it looked <laughs> sick and then it just became the aesthetic my god it wasn't even about Beautiful. the band you know it yeah. was just like oh my boyfriend <laughs> listens to this band yeah and it, also this is my color scheme like this is hype and uh, now it's become this like derogatory thing as it's evolved. But at the time, it definitely was, like, I knew a lot of girls that had a job for cowboy shit. And I'm like, you've never listened to anything other than Doom. Like, I don't know why I care, but, I, I, why are you wearing that? <laughs> and then yeah. you're like, oh, it's your ex-boyfriend's? All right, shit, that makes sense. Um, but, yeah, Sun Eater, for me, was such a slept-on record. I feel like this was a... This record is beyond its time. Like it, I felt that it came way. out in 2014. I felt that way about um, Genesis and uh, Ruin Nation. Dude, those honestly, both, Genesis is mad blackened. It's so cool. Yeah, uh, it's super sick here. Let me. 2014, dude, it came out, and it is some shit that I hear popping off like of the past couple years. Like the sound that they have, I hear this like Infant Annihilator when they put out uh, the Soil. The, what's the Egg album? The Soil the Still Stillborn. What's that one called? Took a really long name, oh, but the, the uh, egg that's, album. That's uh, Infinite Annihilator. You're talking about, right? I, yeah, yeah, the album, the, the purple one with Soil Still Born. Oh, uh, uh, the name of way, that one. Yeah. A, Soil is Still Born specifically yeah, has like Soil some bass parts yeah. that are super reminiscent of this album, mm-hmm. and there's like a bunch of new age influences that sound similar to this record. And yeah. this record did not perform very well when it came out. Mm, I feel yeah. like it came out oh, like... Oh, yeah. No, no one. Like, it came out I think like three I saw years it in too early. a Guitar World magazine or something, you know, mm-hmm. which is like, they're a very technical band, yeah, but 
I it mean, ruined them too. For, for what they were like, were known as like this cute, like MySpace girl with a, a job for a cowboy, cowboy like mm-hmm. custom shirt made or like it on, she like, we'll just write it on her hand, you know? I think the issue from was going that, like, to that to just like bald, like balding dudes, to, like just that buy guitar world magazine still. Like, right. yeah, I love the, uh, the Van Halen tabs. I, I, I really appreciate those. <laughs> the, uh, I think what, what happened was that like, if if they had come out with another deathcore record, yeah, and then did this record in 2016, everything would have been perfect. I think the, like the everyone that was still in their their phase where they loved deathcore and were like kind of still that scene wave of like, oh yeah, I still really like that deathcore sound of fucking suicide silence and shit. You know, it was the hype of like, oh, Mitch is passing, so like everyone was going through that mm-hmm. like resurgence for like that year or two of deathcore. And they put this out, and it wasn't like that. You know, it, it was this progressive ass, really like fun and yeah. proggy album with this mad different vocal style than he had ever done in his other shit. And it it wasn't perceived well by deathcore fans at yeah. the time because it wasn't you know that typical ass deathcore. Mm-hmm. And then because now like people go back and are like, dude, this album's so good. But at the time, people were like, oh, this isn't what I want. This is like dad metal. This is that death metal shit that like long haired dudes that make fun of me listen to. This is battle jacket metal. Battle uh, jacket metal. And then you listen to it now and you're like, yeah, it definitely is, but it's fucking good. Like, it's so good. Oh, it's yeah. It's such a perfect crossover oh, band of like, I that think death this is just a sign of. Um, this would be my advice to any, like, anyone younger listening. Like, all the stuff that you, you hate right and now, eat pasta. you're gonna fucking love when you're our age. Like <laughs> it's just a fact. Like I remember your taste uh, changes so. Oh so much. yeah, absolutely. I was talking to, on stream about that today. Actually, somebody mm. about how kids kind of have this like, I only listen to metal, or I only I listen only to this. Listen like, to metal, and it's just because it means so much to them right now that they're just like their entire lives are revolving around that. Like, oh, yeah. metal saved me, or metal really gets me, and yeah. it's giving me a passion and an outlet, so you get really attached to that. Mm-hmm. But then, and then the longer you're in that music, and the more you meet other people and other artists, and you hang out with other people, and you hear their interests, and you're like, whoa, this, I kind of like this. This is like, I like this trap song because the, not trapped, but this trap song because the. <laughs> like, you have to, like, no, no, trust <laughs> please. me. I, please, I don't listen to fucking trap because anymore. Because the, the beat, you know, like the, the, ba- the... the bass hit has, like, a bass drum would hit, you know? Like, like in metal, when you do, like, a double bass hit, you know, yeah. like, a lot of times you'll hear that, hear that dude, trap drop. Dude, you'll hear I'm... this bass drum replicated. And I think it's. <laughs> dude, I remember when, like, there was actually a, a short period of time before trap was just, like, who they are now like people every now and then like in the scene i'd like run into some dude that just be kind of like yeah fucking headstrong like that was that shit that i listened to as if like they're saying like the same thing like with uh how i feel like people are with lincoln park right now especially they're just like yeah man hybrid theory i fucking grew up on that shit well bro so did you with trapped and headstrong (laughs) so it's just like To to act like you never fucking just listen to that shit while you're watching, you know, like the WWE or something as a kid. <laughs> For me, Trapped was always uh, played on a Halo 3 montages. It was uh, forced on me at school <laughs> by my teacher. Yeah, my teacher was like blasting it and I was like, damn, like, this is, is that this fucking is like, heavy? This is like horny. Damn. Guitars? This is kind of close to Pantera, I guess. <laughs> 
Justin Peterson trapped as close to Pantera. <laughs> when you're uh, him. when you're a, a freshman in high school and you like you're using dial-up to get on the internet. Dude, try, I get it, man. I listen to "Breathe Your Life Into Me." <laughs> Dude, yeah, that song. Breathe that's a great. That's another great song. Absolutely. Uh, Absolutely. That, that, I hear that song come on on the weirdest radio stations. Like, uh, I'll just put something on at my work. Uh, on the Pandora station and it, it'll be like a modern artist. And for some reason uh, it's probably because I have to play like soft, like throwback emo shit. But like for some reason that song pops up. From that, breathe. Yeah. Breathe your life. Breathe into me. Yeah. Why not dude? Bring back skillet. Bring back comatose by skillet. Oh God. Are we really about to talk about Skillet right now? We don't have to. I was going to say, because I, I'd be so embarrassed if I had to tell everyone that I have a fat Skillet tattoo on my ass. Uh, I thought it was in your ass. <laughs> in the ass. Yeah. Yeah, Skillet. Just imagine, like, your lip tattoo is just Skillet. <laughs> like, you get one shot, one opportunity. <laughs> Oh God! Shit. Uh, Orthodox is sick. Oh man, Very, I fucking uh, love. Cool. I was listening to them cool earlier today. Yeah. New record that's V sick. Right, so, dude, I kind of like their record before it a little more. Joe, Joe, let me tell you, I was uh, picking this fucking coke booger out of my nose, Joe. <laughs> I had this coke booger in this <laughs> edible, this nine million. Jesus Christ! Grand I'll take the cigarette edible. out of my mouth. Uh, dude, did you listen to the new Space See Space Cowboy that yet? Oh my god, let me play it for you. It's so <laughs> I didn't even say anything. <laughs> yeah, sorry, yeah. Oh my god. I'm, so, I'm just so excited for you to hear it because it this Stop. shit. <laughs> dude, this shit so hurt. What? Dude, this shit makes me think of some of the first shows I ever went to as a kid. And I, I know they have that that thing going for them, the the whole like I've heard uh, they are bringing Screamo back, like actual, like seeing kids Screamo I'm back. I'm bringing Screamo Multiple back. times from multiple different people. Yeah. But I was never sold on, like, I always got that, like, they are a hardcore band kind of vibe. But this song in particular, like, it just brought me back. I think it's the the guitars. They do like that chug, 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 harmony, harmony, harmony thing. Like they're using octaves, you know? I got like a shirt that says that chug, 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 harmony, harmony, harmony. <laughs> well, like, well, what I, what I mean by harmony is like. I didn't question what you meant. <laughs> I just said it would be a funny quote on a shirt. <laughs> yeah, it is a really like ridiculous way to describe music, but uh, yeah, it just brought me back. I don't know. I felt like I was it. At the the karate dojo, the the old karate dojo, and we were putting a show on at the building, and uh, everyone was just what? like sitting arms across. Well, like what are you uh, talking about? I'm talking about like how this band makes me feel like I'm seeing the first emo band that I've ever I'm ever going to see as a kid. You know? Oh, <laughs> did you not know what I was talking about? No. <laughs> I was I can't I was trying to listen to the song. It's so quiet. I can't hear. Oh, it's anything. so quiet. Sorry, it's so fucking loud. In my headphones here. Let me. So we need to fix that. I'll just turn my shit down a little bit. That way I can kind of hear the conversation. But um, oh shit, I didn't even turn it up. <laughs> there, there we go. That should be better. 
but yeah, this, this shit just makes me think of some of the first shows I ever went to. It's like nostalgic emo. Yeah, but it's sick as fuck. Mm -hmm. That's the weird thing. Like most people are just like, Oh, that was a silly time in my life. Like, I can't believe I really liked, uh, Dropped it gorgeous or something like that. Dude, emo and scene is on a comeback right now. It's gonna be huge this year. It's this e this e girl wave. It's hitting uh, it's hitting this like thing where where girls are like, yo, I'm gonna make it an OnlyFans, and you know what? I'm gonna do whatever the fuck I want. And you know what I want to do? I want to be a scene girl again. And it's like it's just gonna make people be like, yeah, I missed that. Oh and yeah. And then we got music like this with people like, oh, we about to see a color explosion, dog. It's gonna. It's. I don't think it's gonna be the same. I think it's gonna evolve. Like I think E, e Girl is technically the new scene girl. But oh, like, yeah. I think there's this new wave though of like E Girl emo. You know. Oh, yeah. Because there's like different types of E Girl. I, I don't think E Girls even really know what like a scene girl really was. They just assume that there's scene like girls were emo types girls. Of e -girl. It's it's like E Girl's gonna be an umbrella term soon, because E Girl is just like you know like a presence online essentially that acts. In a in a pixie esque manner, I, I would say. Yeah. But there's so many different types of them. But isn't this sick? This outro. This is cool. Yeah. It's this, this so sounds like, like emotional. I've, I feel like I've heard this, but I I know I have it. Obviously. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, I, don't you just feel like you're at like a local show? Like you're definitely you're 16. yeah. The, the local show vibe. <laughs> yeah. This this like <clears throat> you know what it is. What? This there's it, this is the band you hear. Like one night on tour, we were like, "Yo, who was that one band we yeah. played with in oh, fucking yeah. Kentucky? Like, yeah. who, who was that three?" The, the piece? only difference is like this band is consistently touring uh, versus just playing that one show and like you know waking right, up yeah, to yeah. go work their like it's if, uh, if it's, ten hour day at their day job. You know, see you, Space Cowboy is just if that one sick local band actually put got their shit together. Oh yeah, like uh, did you ever listen to Sea of Teeth? They were a local band. Uh, the name sounds familiar, but I cannot like, for sure say. From like early high school days, they were very sick, and they kind of had that sound, like real shrieky highs, like that emo, like whiny high scream, uh, with that really just like dope, tappy, progressive guitar. Oh, okay, yeah. Very uh, what's it called? Sass core. Uh, damn, I don't even think they're on Spotify. No, they wouldn't be. They they were before. They were just like we a sick-ass band that we played with at some point. No, we didn't play with it. This was like way before. Oh, this is just like... This is a band that I uh, found because this is like a Solemn Goodbye Days, like oh, high okay. school. Like this band had an, uh, a demo at Hot Topic, like just like a stack of demos that they left at my local Hot Topic. And I took one home because uh, they were free. And it was a three-song demo, and it was so good. I remember yeah. me and my friend Patrick talking about it. Uh, for so long because we we're like, yo, this one local band is so good, and they they just broke up like one day. <laughs> just was like, yeah. all right, fuck, that sucks. The band yep. was really hype. I think we got to talk about how um, fight Kublakons. Uh, yeah, now Kublakons absolute record is at least for me the record that so it, it just puts together so well all this like chaos that's going on in the world right now. In terms of like this coronavirus thing, like the the lyrics just you're just connecting everything it, to the virus, <laughs> dude. Well, it, it's like th this whole record just completely dives into just human nature, right? And uh, just how it affects like 
how we think about how we feel and shit. And, and uh, some of the, for some, like some of the shit we do is 100% in response to just like this, like sense of nature, like in us as humans, you know, but it's like, you listen to this record and it's so covered up by like all this heaviness and just really aggressive vocals. You just assume that it's just like a tough song and it is a tough song, but he really is just kind of like going into the human brain and just being like, listen, like there's a reason like I'm the way I am. It's because like, I'm always like training for the day that like, you know, the fucking public freak out and the government ha- realizes they have no control over, right. you know, just people. Yeah. Uh, it, and he's it just, always been a very honest lyricist. Yeah. I, I don't know. I just, I feel like this record for, especially just really speaks to the current state of, uh, you know, where h- human life is at right now. Uh, mankind dog. That's how we always been. Yeah. Nothing new. We're just seeing it in person for this. Is what history has been teaching us. <laughs> like this is, he, that, that's why if you watch this video, there's tons of footage being used because it's already happened a bunch of times. You know, this is oh, the yeah. true nature of mankind is this uninterrupted chaos. But, but isn't it weird that that's like for some people, like how they find out about all this crazy shit that happens in the world, you know, just through, through music, just like, like music videos, especially mm-hmm. having like actual shots of just, I feel like some people uh, are put off by it because they think it's like, like oh, gross you're, you're, or you're, you're trying to make me feel you're trying to force feelings on me and I don't need to see that to know that it's real like I know it's happening it's like you know that's ignorant kind of bubble I'm in a bubble view yeah like if you can't face it then it's kind of like implying that you are just turning a blind eye to it you know oh yeah God. yeah But yeah, this was uh, our dive into music. This has been fun. Um, got a little scattered a couple times, but overall it was pretty pretty interesting. Um, hope you guys enjoy our first podcast. <laughs> podcast. Podcast, uh, yeah. Tommy Pickles here with a podcast. <laughs> uh, this has been Dicky Time, and uh, we're going to talk about any and all things. You know, We, we got music. Uh, we see some fun-ass movies together. Maybe we'll talk about The Lighthouse sometime. Uh, we're going to be doing some commentary tracks as well as the podcast on here too, where we, uh, watch the movies together and do commentary tracks. So if you guys enjoyed this, uh, you know, drop a subscribe, follow on the podcast nets and all that shit. Uh, appreciate the hell out of you. Yeah. This Justin, uh, got any final closing thoughts? Um, no, no, I'm just, uh, just, big just worried. <laughs> just big chilling, working on just, um, you know, finishing up some, some of this uh, new music. We're, we're, new Fly. Yeah, yeah, New Fly 2020 coming at you. I uh, hate saying shit like that, but yeah, uh, we like this new stuff really is spectacular. The, yeah. uh, the music video, especially like that we're about to hit y'all with, has been so long in the making. Oh, yeah. And it is worth It's so hype. Yeah, we've just been working on it for fucking ever. Yeah. Like, got a ton of new music though because of it. Yeah, it, we were able to work on our craft in the meantime. Literally, it, yeah, it really was just like, uh, you know, I, I I'm glad that it took this long essentially because we were able to go I, through some personal shit. Yeah, well, I I think about how, a better headspace. I think about how like bad the record would probably be if if we just rushed this shit, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, 
like we we got a lot to say, but honestly, like what what good is that if you don't experience it, you know, like firsthand? Definitely. Yeah. Plus, artistically, like it helps to have this new perspective. I feel like you've gone through a lot recently that has helped give you this new clarity. Oh yeah, yeah. a new pat, refounded passion. You know, absolutely. Sometimes people get this stagnancy in life, and they start to be like, "Well, I got to you know focus on what matters," and then. Mm-hmm. Once you really break that down, you're like, what? Well, what does that mean? Does it does it mean that I, I have to get a house and I have to get married and I have to have a kid and then I have to give up on my hopes and dreams to provide for this kid and wife? Yeah. Uh, or does it mean I do what makes me happy, find internal happiness, pursue something that I love, and then try my hardest to generate income out of that thing that I love? And then maybe if you know a family comes with that, but it's all about that understanding and shit. And it's a great point to be when to hit that point. Oh, yeah. I, I definitely would say, like, I agree with that statement. Uh, our, our, our new shit is just like, it, it almost feels like, especially lyrically, like, you and I have really, like, hit this click where we're just like, yeah, yeah, we, we both, like, kind of know that feeling. Mm-hmm. Uh, why don't we, like, just talk about it as friends and, you know, like, put it in a song? Like, that makes sense to me. Like, right. I want to feel that. Definitely. Yeah, it's been it's been so fun writing again. I had a, it felt like like a two year block where I just had nothing to write about. Not even that I had nothing to write about. More so, I didn't have the passion oh, yeah. or desire to write about anything. So I just yeah. didn't write for a long time. And then yeah. I did this EP with Jacob and kind of wrote more fantasy stuff, and that was fun. But it still didn't really feel that. But now that we've been doing this new flag, like. I'm so inspired in writing again. It's been so fun to mm-hmm. to write. I've written yeah. two new songs very recently, and it it felt so good. I like. I'm probably gonna do a new trap song soon for the Grizzly D stuff because I'm just feeling writing right now. Yeah. But I have uh, some other projects I need to get out. Yeah. If if it wasn't for uh, just all these vocal sessions that we've been having, I I know for a fact I'd be like just picking up my guitar, right. just like writing something out because yeah. I, I I feel that inspiration more so now than ever you know the desires in my bones Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) all right y'all appreciate the hell out of you thanks for uh sticking with us this long on the first episode yeah appreciate you see you on the next weeks thanks everyone bye bye